Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today, news at Alani and Disneyland Park are all the rage. Yep, more reopenings are happening. And this first one is something that a lot of people online have been asking about repeatedly for Disney Alani because it really everyone's is... everyone's favorite part. If you have not been to Alani and this was not open when you went there and you're a family... You were really missing out, and it makes a big difference on your vacation. So what are we talking about? Auntie's Beach House. Auntie's Beach House is reopening. Which I didn't realize was spelt with a Y. Auntie, yes. On May 25th, finally reopening to give the keiki, which is the Hawaiian word for kids, age 5 to 12, access to all the fun and adventure of this place. Now, there's some new things about it, but first of all, we'll let Amelia, as the kid on this show, or teen now, but... An Auntie's Beach House fan from days gone by. I am Auntie's Beach House number one fan. I think it's the best thing to ever come to Alani, and I think they need to add a teen division, quite frankly. That's interesting because they've added some other things. So if you don't know, Auntie's is not like necessarily the sort of daycare that they have at Walt Disney World Resorts, for example. This costs money. Well, there's two sides to it, right? So let's talk about what it is. It's a special hale or a house in Hawaiian where kids visit auntie, and auntie in Hawaii is sort of the, you know, your aunt, the, that aunt that everyone loves. So they, they take uncle and auntie a lot of a lot of the yeah. things at Alani. So the beach house, it is a Hawaiian kids club, more so than sort of a daycare. And the focus is on fun, of course. There are six rooms dedicated to different activities, from yes. sort of a movie room to computer lab, arts and crafts, a studio, and a game room. Literally, even, they were making slime before it was cool. Yeah, that was with Stitch, right? Yeah, they were making, like, Stitch's Space Scoop in 2014. So, it this is a place for Amelia where, you know, you might think, oh, you don't, your kid doesn't want to be dumped off. Yes, she, they d- yes, they do. She wanted to go there every single day. Your kid is lying if they say they don't like they it. They would spend the whole day there if they could. So it's a, you know, supervised. Do they do breakfast too? I don't know if they serve breakfast. Well, because but... I know they serve lunch and dinner and they have activities in between. So you could just pay for lunch, dinner and activities and just ship your kid off for the whole day. It is a supervised. It's pretty good. They really keep track of the kids. I remember you coming home with a special wristband on top of the pool one that they do put for the kids to wear at Auntie's Beach House. So nobody's getting lost. And I'm wondering here, the way they've worded it. So here was the thing in the past. You used to have to, it was the only place at Alani where you used to have to line up like on a Disney vacation at eight in the morning to get your kid a spot at Auntie's Beach House. I believe that is now changing. So they say you can reserve a spot for playtime, which is between the hours of 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. daily for secured supervised programming and during these hours parents can choose one and a half hours of playtime with the free activities on uncle's side see uncle gives the free stuff right mm-hmm. or two hours on auntie's side for the premium activities meaning the paid activities which i mean i think they had a lot of i think they had a lot of both if i remember i mean i know we mostly did the paid ones but yeah we, no you did both you did, I think both. They did have decent free well, activities complimentary activities are things like interactive games and arts and crafts based on whatever theme they have oh, that yeah, day yeah. and the premium activities are things like surfs up a surf and fishing and dancing party with disney friends so on the premium side is where they bring the characters in right you had stitch and then uh, goofy comes in for some things 
Your kids will learn about the ocean. They can catch a wave on carpet surfboards with Max. So, Goofy son. Yes. And get the scoop on fishing Hawaii waters with Goofy. So, the premium side sort of has the Disney characters, but the free side, I think you enjoyed. You had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think th- I think they did a decent job of making certain things free because, you know, now free is a rare luxury. So, I do appreciate that there is a decent value in what they are offering for and it does say now that reservations can be made up to two weeks in advance. We're going to put the number that you can call. So this is where I said, I think this is different. And I actually think this is a good idea. You know, there's pros and cons. People will get there and say, oh, well, I didn't know. And it's all booked up. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. But if it does take away that extreme line in the morning, getting out of bed to go line up at auntie's, that would probably be a good thing. Well, so then you'd have to get up every day for two weeks before your visit to book Auntie's Beach House? Well, you're going to have to get up when you're there, so I'd rather do it ahead of time. Personally, it's sort of like the Fast Pass thing. Did you like it before when it was 60 days out, or do you like it now getting up every day on your vacation? Okay, anyway, no. okay. we're going to have That's to see... That's a valid it, point, yeah, we'll but have I to don't see like how when you present in arguments, so... Yeah, but there is one change, and we've sort of figured out what this is. So now... They've said the whole family can get in on the fun with after-hours activities from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. when Auntie's Beach House turns into an evening entertainment venue. And it says families can choose from an assortment of complimentary and premium activities, so the same things applies, where you can play ukulele, get a lesson in drawing animation, or there's some photo ops with surfing scenes and other stuff like that. Yeah. So hearing this, I feel like these all just used to be part of Community Hall. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. So if you've been to Alani in the past and all those activities we just rhymed off, for example, we did the drawing one, we did the ukulele. Those were at the Community Hall part, which is just down the path from Auntie's Beach House. I mean, they were quite fun, but they were separate. So I guess it makes sense now to use Auntie's Beach House at night and free up the community hall for other things. I guess that's what they're doing, essentially. So, so is there no, like, dinner at Auntie's Beach House anymore? There was no dinner. There was dinner. There was. Oh, yeah, there, there was, was dinner. You could, snacks. You could No, you could stay for lunch. You could stay for dinner. You could do yeah, stuff in there, between. That's an interesting point as well. No mention of that. So we'll have to see if there is still some food snacks as part of all this. So lots of changes coming. But the biggest one of all is Auntie's Beach House is a critical part of an Alani vacation for kids. They love it. It gives parents some time without the kids as well. It's just another great option to have. So having it been closed for so long through COVID was a a real miss for people who visited. Yeah. So really good. So you would recommend it for kids. I would definitely recommend Auntie's Beach House. I think... You want it to go every single day. I think if you have the chance, you should. I think you should go every day. Are you being facetious? No. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can only do you can also do like a half day or a few hours, which is what you did. You didn't spend eight hours a day there. I would have liked to. Though. You did. like, Yeah, you did. I would have, <laughs> I would have liked to go though. more. You did really love it. And, but you yeah. were more of the I paid a thousand dollars to go or thousands of dollars to go to Hawaii. I'm not letting you spend all day. No, that. I never said that. We had, you know, did things we could like to do. Walks down the beach coast I mean, and things like that. You should probably spend one day on the island and then every other day at auntie's. So the moral of the story is it's kids qu- will probably like auntie's. It's quite fun. It's really yeah. inclusive. I personally found that every kid was nice there. The staff was nice. I thought it was nice. Perfect. I thought it was good. So it's back again, May 25th. Uh, head to our blog post. Yes. All right, moving on. We're going to hop on over to Disneyland Resort. Another opening, this time on May 28th. Yes, The Lion King debuts, Tale yeah. of the Lion this King. This is a new one. So 
Tale of the Lion King. It's got a new home in Fantasyland Theater, and it is a original story theater adaptation of the Lion King. So it says an all new presentation. I'm yeah. w- I'm wondering how this is going to match up to Festival of the Lion King at Walt Disney World. Disney's big fans of these recreations of the Lion King, and I'm really curious as to why. Like, well, people love the Lion King. Who? You don't love the Lion King? I oh, like actually, the you, Lion you King. don't like to watch it, I think, because it either scares you or makes you sad, as many <laughs> Disney <laughs> animations do. It's both. I wouldn't watch past the hyena part until I was like seven, yeah. I think. Like, well, in this one, at the heart of this production, there's a traveling troupe known as the Storytellers of Pride Lands, and they weave the tale of how Cub becomes a king through dialogue, song, dance, and percussion, which, what else would a Disney show be? All right, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so it is going to be, again, May 28th, and also the Troubadour Tavern is opening on the same day, and it will have some items inspired by the show. Yes. So more fun things to eat themed at Disneyland. Will they be at a markup? Uh, probably not. And more Disneyland coming back. Another big one that we love. Also on yeah. May 28th. Fantasmic is now 30. It's 30 years old. Can you believe it? And it's coming back on May 28th to Disneyland Park. It's if only you... 30 years old? It's pretty old for a Disney show to keep going. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just, I mean, I thought it opened with Disneyland. And if you, no, it's not that old. And if you have not seen Fantasmic, it is a must do. This yeah. is must do Disney and I think we would agree that... Would we? Well, I'm going to say we're going to agree that if you've seen the Walt Disney World version, the Disneyland version is better. Yeah. So <laughs> I give Disneyland the check mark on Fantasmic. It's I were going to bring a different show into this, and I was just going to be like... It's just a better setup. It's really yeah. fun. You know, the, it's the, uh, at Disneyland, it's on the waters of the rivers of America, and Mickey Mouse dreams... So the story goes, Mickey Mouse dreams he's the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and he faces, of course, several villains and uses his power of imagination to save the day. It just feels more immersive. I don't know why, because I yeah, feel like I it's really very love, similar. Yeah, I love the way it's set up there. And it has, you know, Fantasia, of course, Jungle Book. They added, they've added, they changed it and added stories to it over yeah. the years. So it's not exactly the same as it was 30 years ago, which is good. So they've yeah. sort of brought it to life I without like, changing the entire thing yeah. like a nighttime show. And the locations are a bit different between the two worlds. So I thought, I think I like the one at Disneyland. Yeah, so do I. It's just, there is no special theater like there is at Disney World. It's sort of on the water, the rivers of America. And if you do, yeah. if you do a tour or something and you can get the special seating, it's a way better. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Anytime you can get VIP seating or any kind of seating area, it's better. You don't have to rush. It really makes a difference, especially because it's not like high in the sky. It is down in the water. It does. It does make a difference. So if you haven't done it and you're thinking about doing it. We had good seating, didn't we? Yeah, we had VIP seating the last time. It was quite good. It's really good. Obviously, I enjoyed it. And finally, the final story. Disney Cruise Line, of course. If you like swag and if you like special limited swag you're gonna love this because the disney cruise line disney wish is now announcing inaugural merchandise yeah for the disney wish in particular which yes, is launching this wish. summer so they've started is to it tease. actually though yeah it's going july i think uh-huh. it was are they so sticking with it they are and they've been teasing a preview of some of the merch you can take home so are we going to see this on ebay if people who <laughs> don't get it oh almost definitely so th- this is the first release of the merchandise. We'll post a couple of pictures. There's a Dooney and Bork bag. Of there's you know there's some it. cool shirts. And they do say inaugural sailing. So I know yeah. people will like this stuff like that. 
There is also a Pandora charm set, which features Rapunzel. That's the Wishes Bow character. And then also Captain Minnie Mouse. Yeah, so if you're into Pandora charms, that Can would I be get a, this set that would be if I'm fun. not sailing on the Disney Wish? That's the thing, right? Can I, I get this? I don't think so. So they want to get you. And I want this. These are my two favorite characters. I like the t-shirt that says inaugural sailing. It's pretty cool. Even I just want Minnie Mouse and Rapunzel. We're not huge Disney Cruise Line people. There's also a new pair of Minnie Mouse ear headbands. To add to your collection. And a lounge fly backpack. I do need a new lounge fly backpack. Yeah, and I mentioned the Dooney and Bork bag. So all this cool stuff, we'll post a few pictures so you get an idea. If you are sailing the Disney Wish this summer, you're probably going to want to pick up some of this stuff. And if you're not, you're probably going to scout eBay to see if anybody's reselling it. Does anyone know where I can buy the Pandora charm set? I want this. We'll, We'll watch for it to see if they sneak into Disney World somewhere this summer. Or the character warehouse. Well, that won't be for a while. That's true. Next year. Next year, or yeah. <laughs> in twenty twenty three, we'll get the Disney Wishes inaugural twenty twenty two merchandise. Always worth checking the character warehouse. Yes. All right, everyone. That is the news for this week. You are all caught up on the latest Disney travel news. Thank you for joining us here at nineteen twenty three Main Street. As always, follow along at nineteen twenty three Main Street on social media, and we'll see you again next week. Have a magical day. Bye bye. <laughs>